would, go ahead and stand up and give the Lord the loudest clap of praise, the loudest shout you've given all week. I know we shout for baseball games, we shout for football games, but how many know that the Lord is somebody that we need to give a hallelujah to, amen? Come on, somebody, shout unto the Lord. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, you're worthy, Father. I, I'm telling you right now, if you, then now's a good time to get loud. Now is a good time to get loud. Oh, we give you glory, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you, Father. If you still got breath in your lungs, then you better open your mouth and praise him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Somebody. God is so good. If he's been good to somebody, I want you just to look at your neighbor and tell him he's been good to me. He's been good to me. And if they didn't receive it, I want you to look at your other neighbor and tell him he's been too good to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now look at your neighbor and tell him you look good today. You look good today. Amen. 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 Well, I'm going to tell you, we're just going to get right into it. I don't have a sermon tonight. I don't have a sermon tonight. I got a word. I got a word tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost on the back of my neck right now, and I got a word tonight. I got up this morning. I said, oh God, what do you want me to say today? What do you want me to say tonight, Father? And normally I'm one that likes to prepare. I'm a preparer. For, for years I have, you know, crossed my teeth and dotted my eyes and got, got myself together weeks in advance. And, and I had been praying into what God would have me to say and, 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 and nothing for days on end and I'm like okay God don't do this to me don't do this to me and and this morning I'm driving down the road and the Lord says I want you to talk about keys I want you to talk about keys and you ever hear the Lord and then wonder did I was that really what I thought I thought I what would you mean you want me to talk about keys you know and there's a lot of different directions you can go uh, with keys but I'm like God what do you want me to talk about tonight uh, and, and, and so I started to process this thing and I was vacillating between that and some other things and I get here and, and Pastor Richie uh, in the afternoon he, he, we went and looked at a couple places within the building and we couldn't get into one of the doors and I said Nicole do you got the key and she said no I don't got the key and then Pastor Richie said I don't got the key and I look in my pocket and I got the key and I got the key out and I open the lock of the door and we go in and, and I look at the key and the key says do not duplicate and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, God's speaking to me. God's speaking to me about it. That's what, so that was, we're going, that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk about keys. And uh, usually what they teach you, because in the craft of preaching, or that is preaching and speaking, and uh, as far as being an orator, they tell you not to give away what you're going to say at the beginning. But I'm just going to tell you, it's going to be about keys, because there's something significant that God is going to do tonight about keys. So I want you right now to open your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 16. And you know how I know it's, it's a word from the Lord, because Crystal called me and she said, hey, uh, what do you want me to open service with? And I said, I don't know. What do you want to open service with? And she goes, I'm feeling Matthew 16. And I said, that's my, that's my, no, you can't open service with Matthew. That's my main text for tonight. So you know when the Lord is talking to more than one person, that is the word of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Matthew 16, 19. I will give you the keys of of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Whatever you bind on 
earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Father, I pray right now that the anointing that makes preaching powerful would come upon me. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you would take control of my tongue and my lips, Father, that I would only profess the oracles of heaven. I pray, God, that you would uh, have me to do what you want done, God. I pray that nothing would come from me, God, that would uh, infiltrate your word, God, but let it be that your word would infiltrate the hearts of humanity and we give you glory for it in advance. And everybody in the house said yes and amen. So you may be seated. Woo! I'm telling you, there's something significant happening, and it's regarding keys, because I believe that there's something uh, that God wants done in this house and through this house uh, when it comes to locks. How many know that you can't have a lock without a key? And if you did have a lock, with, anytime you have a lock without a key uh, or a key without a lock, uh, that's, that's, not, that's not how things work. That's not how the principles of heaven work. If there's a lock, there's a key to that lock. And if there is a key, then there's a lock that that key opens. Amen? And so that, 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 is, the king, that is how the kingdom opens. And, or, or that, and it, yeah, it is how the kingdom opens because the Bible says that there's what? On the, I am the door, Jesus said, right? I am the truth. I am. I am the way and only one way to the Father, and it is through me. And in that, I believe that if we look at the text in Matthew 16 that I just read you, uh, we can go back just a few verses and see the key. We can see what he is discussing and talking about because it is one of the most dramatic moments in Jesus' life uh, that is recorded here in Matthew 16. After asking his disciples who he thought or who they thought he was, he says, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ. The son of the living God, Jesus answered and said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Uh, somebody say church. Ah, uh, yeah, church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So somebody say amen because that is good. When hell can't prevail against the gates. Oh, somebody, somebody right now. The gates of hell cannot prevail against the gates of the kingdom of heaven. And that word church there is ecclesia. It's a word that was commonly used in that time period, in, the, in that day and age. And it's actually a political assembly. It is the political assembly. It's not, we look at church and we think church is just something like we cut together and we like, praise the Lord. You know, uh, what's that old song, man? I, yeah, now I'm going, my ADD is getting the better of me right now. But it used to be, celebrate Jesus, celebrate. Da -da 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 -da. I mean, we think that's church, right? We, we, we get in a church and we have praise. We got worship. You know, we get the word and we go on. No, the church is the, it is, an, it is a government body. And anytime you read through scripture about keys, it is pertaining to authority. Somebody look at your neighbor and say authority. 
When we hear this and we see this, and it's Old and New Testament discusses the keys. We see the Old Testament discussing keys in Isaiah 22, 22, and it is talking of the key of David or the key of the house of David, which means that it was a key that refers to, uh, uh, or that the context refers to the authority of the steward who manages the household of the king. Oh, Oh, I thank you, Father. The Holy Ghost is downloading something to me right now. Uh, yes, the, 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 the key of David. Uh, we, how many know that, that Jesus came from the lineage of David? Amen? And it is our responsibility to hold on to these keys. You see, because back in the beginning, there was a, a man named Adam and a woman named Eve who done lost the keys. You see? And, and as I was preparing for this, and again, it's not a, it's, this is not a sermon. So if you came to hear a sermon, I, I apologize in advance, but I believe what we're going to do in this room tonight is going to set some people free, and I believe it's going to set this region free, and that's what I'm about. I'd rather have a word than a sermon sometimes, because how many know uh, it's good to hear a sermon, but how many know the, the door opens with a word sometimes? Amen? So, so I, I, we have to understand this idea of authority, and we have to understand this idea of kingdom, and that, that the church is, is his kingdom on earth. We are called to govern principalities and powers in the earth. And what happens is when we don't have right understanding of this, we live beneath the call of God for our lives. We are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven in the earth. We are called to declare and decree things. And too often as Christians, we walk around with our mouths shut. We walk around not speaking the word of the Lord, but just hoping for a better day. We hope we walk around hoping and not praying. We walk around hoping, not declaring. We walk around hoping, not decreeing. And God says there's a shift coming to Bradley County and the ambassadors of the kingdom are taking their rightful place. Because the enemy's been after some keys. The enemy has been after some keys for some time. Ah, uh, yes, because if he can take the keys, if he can get a hold of the keys, then you are rendered powerless. I'm telling you, there's some, and, 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 and you say, well, this is a weird message. This is a weird sermon. I'm get, well, well, okay, this ain't for you then. But, but I'm telling you, you might need it one day because I'm, as long as there's an enemy lurking about, then he's after the keys because he's doing what? He's, he's like a roaring lion, okay, seeking whom he may devour. He is lurking about, and if he can snatch the keys up to your life, if he can snatch the keys up to your favor, if he can snatch the keys up, because there's some people in this room that he's been after your family. He's been after your family. How many got a security system on there? How many got some? You don't walk in your house and leave your door unlocked, right? I mean, Crystal used to do that, but I'm, I'm, I'm not from around here, and I'm not used to, I'm from a place where you don't leave your key, your car unlocked. It'd be 2 o'clock, and I might have done locked the car door like 15 times already. It'd be, I'm, I'm still like, at nighttime, I'm like, wake up at 3 o'clock, I'm, I'm locked the car door. Because that's just how I grew up, right? Because there's a thief out there, right? And the Lord said to me that there are three ways that you can be left without keys. There are three ways to wind up keyless. They can get lost, left, or theft. Lost, left, or theft. And there is a thief about, okay, and he's going to try to take those keys. But there are two other ways that you can wind up keyless, all right? And it is if we don't understand what we have. How many, time, how many times have, you know, you thrown your keys down flippantly or, you know, you, you, you know how many got kids? 
I can't tell you. I got a four-year-old who done, uh, he's I wound up keyless many a times because of a four-year-old. Uh, but, but the reality is, is that uh, if, if you're not careful, how many have lost their keys before? Right? You, and you walk around the house wondering where, where my keys are. Where did, my, where did I leave my keys at? Where are those keys? And, and what happens when you lose your keys to your vehicle? You can't go nowhere, Right? Right? You can't go nowhere when you lose your keys. Well, it's the same thing in the kingdom. When you lose the keys uh, to what the keys, see, we all got keys. God's given us keys of authority. When we became born again Christians, when we became born into the kingdom, that's what it is. When you're born again, it's not just something that you get like a check mark uh, and you get your baptism sheet and now you're good to go. No, you were born into a kingdom. It is a new identity. You were born into this world and when you are born again, you are born into to his kingdom as as a child of the kingdom and now you have access to all that is in the kingdom you don't let strangers in your house do you he don't let strangers in the kingdom and when you became born again now you have the keys of authority and all that is locked up in that kingdom is now an inheritance of yours I have access to it I have access to it all but I'm telling you right now what I've been going through the last couple of weeks with, with families and with people uh, that, that, that the enemy has been after keys. He's been trying to steal the keys. And so uh, there's a story I'm going to tell you real quick. And don't tell Pastor Kevin I told you because he's probably going to get mad at me. But, but, but this is a true story before the Lord. Pastor Kevin was outside one time a few years ago doing some yard work. And he was annoyed by the keys in his pocket, and he decided that he was going to go ahead and put them on a knee wall and went about his business in the yard and all about the business in the house and everything. And then uh, woke up the next morning, and I get a phone call, and he says, Chris. He said, well, why are you playing a joke on me? I said, what you mean? He says, why are you playing a joke on me? I said, what are you talking about? He goes, what would you do with my car? I said, I didn't do nothing with your car. What you talking about? He said, man, come on, stop playing. I know you took the car. I'm like, I did not take the car. This is a true story before the Lord. He thought, that's how we do. We oftentimes play jokes on each other over the years and whatnot. 15 years, uh, you know, you become brothers and you just kind of have fun sometimes. This was beyond that line, though. This, this was, I'm like, you, you, you're making an accusation right now. And I said, I didn't touch the car. So we go back and look at the security footage. And 3 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, somebody is in his yard, sees the keys. Blip, blip. You see the lights go on on the cars. He jumps in the car and steals the, steals the car. That's a true story. Now, see, what happened was, is his keys, they didn't, he didn't, like, he just put them down. He just, because he, he didn't, un, he put them down. Because sometimes, how many, how many people know that, that sometimes when you carry the keys to the kingdom, it's a heavy weight. Somebody, it's a heavy weight. It's not a light thing to carry the keys of the kingdom. When you have those keys and the responsibility that goes along with it, it's significant, right? It's not something flipping. It's not something light. Uh, how many times, you know, you got all these things in your pocket and you're like, what is this? So he put these things down because sometimes the uh, I'm just, I'm using this as an example. But, but he took the keys out of his pocket for his car, put them on the knee wall because he was working, right? And he, somebody walked up in the yard and steals the car out of the the yard in in, 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 in in the middle of the night, right? And, and we have to be cautious that in what we're doing, we don't become weary with the weight of the keys that God has called us to carry because those keys aren't just for you. You see, Pastor Kevin couldn't go nowhere, but neither could any of his family. 
Neither could anybody else in his household could they go someplace because the keys were stolen. And see, what I'm telling you, what I'm seeing is that there's an enemy after your keys. See, he didn't, and he didn't just give them away. He put them down. He just put them down. And many of us in our daily lives have decided just to put the keys down. We, or we have allowed uh, ourselves to just become tired. How many get tired at, and you go late, sit down on the couch when you get home from work and you just empty your pocket on the couch or on the, on the nightstand and then you wake up in the morning and you're like in a, in a rush to get out the front door, right? And now you can't remember where you left your keys, your wallet, and everything else, right? How many have done that? And, and, and in doing so, he, that, that's what happens sometimes. We put them down because we become tired or we become preoccupied and we get up and we go on with our lives forgetting that we left our keys right there. And the enemy says, okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for leaving your keys to your house there. Thank you for leaving the keys because a vehicle always represents ministry, right? Oh, somebody come on right now. A vehicle represents ministry. In dreams, a vehicle represents ministry. And sometimes when we leave our keys just about and we can't go find them immediately, it's, a, it's an opportunity for the enemy to slip in and take the keys to what God would have us to be guarding. And, and I see this happening right now. The second thing is that not just do we, we lose them, we leave them, but, but the enemy is trying to, to pluck them up out of your pocket. I, I just recently went uh, on a trip outside the country, and on this trip, you have to watch what you got. You have to guard your pockets. You see, I come from, from up north, and we don't walk around in the city with our wallets in our back pocket. You walk with it in your front pocket and all your keys and everything, you know, locked up and all kinds of crazy stuff because it's real easy for someone just to come up and take what you got in your pockets, right? And if we're not careful, we'll be just flippantly leaving our stuff around and the enemy is just looking for an opportunity, looking for a, a, a way. Uh, he'll walk up real close to you when you don't even realize it. How many ever seen a good pickpocket? How many ever seen you lose your watch, your, your everything you got, and you be walking down the road and don't even recognize it or realize it because the enemy just got a little too close. The enemy just got a little too close. And so tonight, like I said, this is not some sermon. This is not, this is a word from the Lord. There are people that are in this room that the enemy has been after the keys that God has given you. You have been, you, you, you have been susceptible. You have been, and it's, some of it's, I, I see this thing. It's not even like as though the enemy, uh, 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 it's, it's not even like you did this purposefully. It was in ignorance. It was in, it was just in, you thought you were doing one thing and the enemy had you blindsided. He had you preoccupied. And the Lord sent me to tell you that it's time to get the keys back. It's time to get to the, the keys to this city back. Somebody needs to shout on that. It's time because God's going to unlock something in this region. God is getting ready to unlock something. You see, God's not going to unlock it until he, he's giving you the ability to do it. He's calling you to do it. Everything that happens in this earth, he uses humanity to do it. Come on. Your faith is what changes things, right? He, he, it, it, expectation is what changes things. It's humanity operating at the kingdom capacity that does what God would want us to do. He'll put it in man's heart. It didn't rain until Elijah said rain. Come on, somebody. He uses humanity as the vehicle, and there are those that are in this room. There are those that are in this room that it is time to get the keys back. And you say, well, I don't know about that. Is there, is there provision 
that has been locked up, that has been bound up from you, it's time to get the keys back. Are there are your children right now? Are there people in this room under the sound of my voice? The enemy's been attacking our children. Come on, somebody. Go to Target and see what's going on there. The enemy's after your children. It's time, it's time to, to take the keys back. It is time to get the keys back. And so I'm just here to tell you tonight that it is time. It is time to get the keys back because it is time for the, the kingdom to rise, its ambassadors to rise and to put a stop to the infiltration of hell in this side. Come on. It's, this is not a season for the church to just lay down. This is not a season for the church to not know where their keys are. It's time to take authority back. The Lord sent me to tell you that small doors or small keys open big doors. I, I, I got this, you know, I'm, I'm into all kinds of science and all kinds, like when I say that I like to read a lot about everything. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, and, and anything that I can learn something about, I'm, I'm reading about it. So I was reading something the other day that had nothing to do with this, but now I'm going to put it together because now it makes sense. I was watching this program, and it said, it was talking about nuclear fission. And there's this place that has this nuclear fission chamber. And in this chamber, there is, uh, I mean, no nuclear fission is not, I mean, it's a good thing, but if you are, like, near it, it's not a good thing, right? Come on, somebody. Like, you have seven arms growing out your head, and you're glowing and stuff. How I many know it's not a good thing? I mean, I, I, like, glowing like Jesus, you know, radiant, that's good nuclear fission bad, okay, glowing. Uh, so, so I'm watching this thing, though, and this nuclear fission is happening behind this eight-foot-thick door, eight-foot-thick steel door. Think about that for a second, eight-foot-thick, right? But it, a, 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 a young lady the size of Pastor Devin or Crystal is able to open that door, and, 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 and it stays locked, right? This door stays locked during this thing, and what opens that door is a small key, and small hinges. But the power that that door guards behind it is significant. That power that is behind that door is enough to power cities. Come on, somebody. It's enough to power cities. That's the power that we have with the keys of the kingdom. That's the authority that God has given us with those keys. That is the authority of heaven. Do you realize that that's what God has said for us to do. We have that kind of power. We have access to that power. We just have to manage the keys properly. And right now, the enemy is doing everything he can at working overtime and taking those keys from you. He's doing it through the lies of the world, the deception that he has been breeding in the news media. He wants you to think that the game is over. He wants you to think that he knows how this thing is going to end, but he don't know this is how it's going to end. It's already been written, and it's going to end with the king on the throne and his people in authority. Amen? Lacey, I want you to come up and help me. Like I said, this is not going to be some long sermon. This is not going to be some long message. We're going to do something tonight. We're going to do something tonight because the Lord said, said for me to do this. How many want to walk in the full authority that God has called us to walk in? How many want to walk with the keys that God would want you to walk with, that you can step into rooms and shift atmospheres because I'm and, and, and do what God has called you to do? There are, there are people that are in this room that, there are, that you have been called to hold keys of government. I, I'm just telling you what I see. There are people in this room that have been called to open things up in government, and the enemy has been after your keys. 
there are those that are in this room. Uh, Gwen, I'm telling you right now, God's about to do something significant in your life, in, 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 in government, in Nashville, in government. There's doors opening. God is opening doors, and it is a season, a new season, and he is giving you new keys. He is giving you new keys. I see this thing, and on this key is a seal. There is a seal of heaven on this key, and there God is going to put you in rooms with people that you would have never even imagined were possible, and it's going to happen because of the keys that God has placed in your hand, and there's going to be a shift tonight. There's been a setup, and there's a shift. I declare that over you in the name of the Lord. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I'm telling you what I feel. Tonight is a night where we're going to get keys. Ryan, could you go ahead and... This may not be for you, but it will be. There will be a time where you're going to wonder where you left the keys. And you know how I know that this is the Lord? Because about an hour before church, the Lord said, go get over 200 keys. Just the fact that I was able to find 200 keys in less than 45 minutes is a miracle in and of itself. Okay, somebody? But the Lord said, I want you to go get keys, and I want you to put them out all over the stage. Because, you see, one of the things that Jesus did when he died on the cross, Revelation tells us this, is that he went to Hades. He went to hell and took the keys back. Uh, to de Come on, somebody. Now, I'm not going to come out. I thought about it, and the Lord said, no, you're not going to stand at the door and hand keys out. Because I'm not going to hand them to you. You're going to come and take them. Because it's a symbolic gesture to the enemy that says, I'm not... I'm I'm taking these keys. And there are some, and let me say this too. There are some of you that are in this room that didn't lose keys. You didn't lose them, but God has keys for you. This is a shift. What was once locked and, and what doors were locked unto you, the Lord says, I'm, un, I'm giving you the keys to unlock them tonight. You might not have lost them. You may have guarded them. But there are those that are in this room that the enemy has been after them. There are those that are in this room that resources and finances have been locked up, and it's time to get them. It's time to, it, God says it's time to get those resources. There are those, like I said, the enemy has been after your family. He's been in your house. He stole the keys. He stole the keys, and I see the enemy lurking down hallways. The hallways of your house uh, have been susceptible to the enemy. I see him walking back and forth in the hallways, looking in the children's rooms, and it's time to take the, kid, the, the keys back. It's time to get the keys back and say, no, you're not going to have access to my children. No, you're not having access to my husband. No, you're not having access to my wife. No, you're not having access. For this house is holy. For this house shall serve the Lord. I want you to stand with me real quick. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Just pray with me real quick. Just start praying right now. If you, oh, if you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, just begin to pray in your heavenly language right now because the Holy Ghost is moving in and among this room. There's somebody in this room that has been wanting to step into business. There's a business idea or a business thing, and you haven't known what to do or how to go about it, and the Lord, and you've been looking for a building. I know that this, the key in this room may not be, or it may be, who knows, but it may not be the key to that building, but it is the key to that building in the spirit, if you know what I mean. 
There is somebody in this room, you've had a business idea and it's been shut. The door has been shut or that building has been shut. Oh, the Lord just said that I need to grab a key because I'm telling you what I just heard. The Lord said that there's a ministry, a ministry, a restoration house that the Lord wants to build. The Lord wants us to occupy. Uh, yeah, it's already built. He wants us to occupy it. It's a restoration center and the key, he said, grab the key because the door is opening. something in in your heart that you have been desiring from the Lord if there is something in your heart if there's a relationship there's somebody in here right now under the sound of my voice that you've been desiring a relationship that door that the Lord says I'm telling you there's an authority and again it's back to authority there's an authority that comes to holding the keys He is opening that door to you. He is opening that door. There's a student in here. There's a student in here. You, I don't know if you've applied for college or there's, there's somebody connected to a student in this room. Uh, and the, the Lord says that I'm going to open the door to that college that they applied for uh, it, uh, tonight, 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 tonight. I wouldn't be shocked that within the next 72 hours if they got their acceptance letter. I want you to lift your hands right now. I want Lacey and the worship team just to sing, Rick, and worship. I want to saturate this atmosphere, and then we're going to come down and we're going to grab some keys.